You're listening to the Bougie Boss Podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the classy, bossed-up woman who's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. I am your host, Marissa Janae, so grab a glass of wine, sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Welcome. Welcome back to the Bougie Boss Podcast. This is your host, Marissa Janae, Kingdom Boss serial entrepreneur and your favorite Christian lifestyle coach, bringing you another episode of the Bougie Boss Podcast. Hello, my babes, and welcome to Monday. If you are listening on Monday, I hope that you have had a great weekend. You got some things done. You were able to spend time with your family. And I just want to welcome those who are listening for the very first time. Welcome. Thank you for clicking on this podcast. Make sure that you rate, that you comment, and that you subscribe to the podcast. And for my babes out there that have been rocking with me from day one, hello, babes. Make sure that you also rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. So as you see today, guys, we have another guest on the podcast for today. Um, I know we didn't have one last week. I told you guys that I would be traveling. I was able to go to my mentor's conference in Atlanta, Georgia, which was the Proverbs 31 Boss Conference. When I say God was in the room and there was transformation and movement in that conference, during the whole entire weekend. Your girl cried from Friday through Saturday and some on Sunday, okay? Because God's, you know, glory was just all over that entire hotel. It was all over us, you know, and so many breakthroughs happened and so many revelations happened during the conference that I am just so, you know, blessed to be able to have had been in the room um, for this conference. So, Um, That is why we did not have a podcast last week, but we are back this week, um, like I said, with a guest um, for this podcast. And before we get on in, I just want to remind you to make sure that you register right now for Relationship Goals 101, the Blueprint Conference and Retreat. Do not wait until the last minute. I know this conference is May of 2020, but do not wait until the last minute because when I announce the two headline speakers for this conference, tickets are going to sell like hotcakes, okay? So do not wait. Make sure that you go ahead and get your ticket right now. If you need to start a payment plan, there's payment plan options available to you, but do not wait. And I can tell you one thing. God gave me a download over the weekend about this conference, and he actually revamped the entire conference. I was just trying to do this conference like a regular old conference. He said, no, that is not you. Marissa, you are bougie. You are the bougie boss. You have to do it in the way that fits you. So this whole conference has been revamped. The location has been changed. I mean, it, I mean this thing is, is going to be fire, okay? So you are going to learn about courting and dating. You are going to learn how to, you know, keep your marriage together, how to work together, how to be a blended family. If you're going into a marriage or you're in a marriage as a blended family, you also going to learn self-love as well as purpose and finding your purpose. This weekend is going to be filled with so 
much good information that you have to be in the room. I mean, we already know God is already in the room. He's already sent angels out to the location that, you know, that he has stirred up in my spirit to prep this room for next year. So make sure that you go ahead and get your tickets. And that is all I'm going to say for right now, because I can go on and on and on about this conference, but I want to go ahead and bring this week's guest on. Okay. I am so happy to have this young lady on the podcast today. She is one of my mentees from the Prepare to Be Found 90-Day Mentorship that started back in June. Actually, she was the very first person to enroll for this mentorship. And I'm just so excited to have her on. She is just filled, you know, just with so much joy, so much knowledge, you know, about God. I mean, she, her heart just, you know, follows after God. And I'm just so excited for her to be on today to tell you about herself, tell you about her journey, you know, with relationships and men and, you know, just being a woman out here in God's kingdom. So I would like to welcome Laura Wilson to the Bougie Boss Podcast. Hey, Laura. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yes, I am so excited to have you. So we are in part, I believe this is part four of the Prepare to be Found and Preparing for Your Husband series. And each part has been, you know, it started with me and then it went to uh, the mentees that are in the program. And I just love having you guys on just giving your perspective, um, you know, about your journey. So we are just going to do the same thing today. So Laura, if you could just, you know, introduce yourself and just tell the babes out there a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, my name is Laura. I'm from Canada. So it's been a little bit interesting uh, getting to know Marissa just even with time differences because we're in such different parts of the country uh, or from, I guess, North America. But um, yeah, I do a lot of different uh, things. Actually, I mentor a couple different girls myself. Um, I work in the medical field right now, but I'm going to be transitioning out of that. Um, and then as far as spirituality, I've been a Christian my whole life. I really don't even remember not being a Christian. Um, and there's definitely times when I've come uh, a little bit farther away and he's had to call me back. Uh, but that's kind of been a huge cornerstone of my whole life is faith. And it's kind of directed a lot of things, which is why I'm so grateful for Marissa, because she's taught me a lot about just even like learning how to grow in the spirit to become more solid in who I am before there's anyone else in the picture. Awesome. Awesome. So, all right, I'm going to let you take the floor and, and really tell your story. Um, let's start with, you know, just telling them how, you know, your relationships were in the past, the old Laura, because now I know the new Laura. We need to know a little bit about that old Laura up into the Laura that you are right now when it comes to relationships with men. Yeah, it was a bit of a train wreck. It's it's not, it's like, oh my goodness. Um, no, I didn't have my first boyfriend until I was 18, but I came definitely from a place of lack. So I was looking for someone to complete me. I was looking for someone who was going to boost my self-image. I thought that that was going to be a lot of my identity because I didn't really have an identity. So um, I was looking to to be able to like point to someone else and be like, oh, I'm so-and-so's girlfriend. Uh, and so therefore, like I am you know, popular, or I'm cool, or I'm enough, or I'm whatever. Uh, and just looking for like that validation. 
And so, um, it was a really rocky road to be honest. Um, for quite a while, I went through uh, multiple like long-term relationships. I've always gone into relationships, um, looking to say like, okay, this is not a casual thing. This is going to look to see if I'm going to marry this person or not. Um, but I didn't always have the qualifiers in place that I should have had. So for example, for me, it's really important that that person, God is their number one. Um, pretty much every single guy that I dated, that wasn't the case. So I would try and change them. I'd be like, okay, well, I can work with these raw materials. I can, you know, I can make them uh, ambitious. I can make them, um, you know, a Christian. I can make them, um, you know, a leader. I can make them like, you know, change around their finances because they had really poor stewardship. I can make them, um, you know, better communicators because they wouldn't talk about their emotions or talk about anything, um, talk about their goals, their dreams, their vision, which is so important to me. And so um, it was a really rocky, really, really rocky time. And so went through one boyfriend, I was on Tinder, um, went through another uh, boyfriend shortly afterwards, who was the opposite of the first one. Um, which was really toxic, unfortunately. Um, and my parents actually had to have like an intervention with me one day where they're like, Hey, I'm not sure if you noticed, but, um, these are the things that like women in like abusive relationships say, Laura, such as, um, like, Oh, well, uh, you know, if I just did this, then he wouldn't get upset. If I just was better at this, or if I just, you know, whatever, then he wouldn't, you know, whatever. And I just kind of sat there and I'm like, what in the world? I'm like, I'm a smart girl. And my parents did a really good job raising me um, with value. Uh, and so I'm like, how did this happen? Um, and I just took a look at like where things were at that moment to where things were when they started. And had he spoken to me and treated me the way that he did um, when things started, that he was treating me like now, like it would have been huge, massive red flags and alarm bells. But because it's such a slippery slope over time, um, it really, really messed with me. Um, and I ended up breaking things off and uh, had to block him on everything. And uh, he had, like, ended up threatening to, to commit suicide uh, to try and like manipulate me to get back together. So it was a really, really hard time. And so I'm very grateful that my parents saw that and then also uh, were willing to be uh, like take that risk to, to come to me about it. And um, so I just took some time, didn't date anyone because I was my, I guess like my system of boundaries was so messed up because I couldn't even trust myself um, as to like what what is even a good guy, not a good guy, because I thought this was a good guy, but then now I've let someone, um, you know, invade my boundaries and, and do all these things, and I didn't even recognize it, so um, yeah, that happened, and then after that, I, I dated a couple other people, um, someone from my past, in grade five, I had a crush on this guy, and uh, he came back into my life, and it was very validating for me, because I, um, yeah, really, really cared about him back in grade five, and he had not, didn't want anything to do with me, and so um, it was, like, almost like this, um, like, vindication, I guess, that I felt for my younger self of dating him, um, and wasn't a good guy, like, did a bunch of drugs, um, was one of the people that was, like, I just think that LSD makes me more creative. What? Like, what are you talking about? And, uh, you know, told me that he was going to explore faith because he wasn't a Christian. That really never ended up going anywhere, and, um, would tell me things. Um, he was actually like dating other girls while we were dating, which I found out about in the relationship. And I asked him about it and he was like, Oh, well, I didn't like, I didn't feel committed that day. So I didn't do it. I'm like, you didn't feel committed. What do you mean? You didn't feel committed. Like, even if you don't feel that way, like you're still committed. Um, so just a lot of like immaturity, um, and just low standards, I guess, low standards that I had for myself looking for someone to save me. I think a lot of times, um, 
And then um, there was another man that I had met on Tinder a couple of years before that who had really pursued me actively and told me he was a Christian and he looked really good, um, you know, smelled really good, said all the right things. Um, and he lived them out for a short amount of time. But I think that you can only pretend to be someone that you're not for so long until the truth comes out. Um, and so I remember, um, he would get upset with me and start speaking to me in public certain ways where strangers would like come and just look like, uh, we were checking out at a grocery store and he, just the way he spoke to me, like the cashier literally just stopped and stared, uh, and then kind of went back to scanning. And, um, his friend one time, uh, the wife of one of the friends had pulled him aside and was like, you can't speak to Laura like that. Like you need to be nicer to her. Um, and there were times when he was great. He was very nice. And there were other times when um, he wasn't. And he had a very, I think, low self-image. And so if I ever were to bring up like a, hey, um, you know, I'm upset about this, it would instantly be like instant defense, instant attack on his part. And he would turn the tables and make it about him. Um, so I was never able to actually do anything. Um, but the whole time we would try and say like, no, I want to be with you. I want to marry you. I want to raise kids with you. You know, I'm going to start going to church. I'm going to do all this stuff. Uh, and the behavior would change for, you know, a short amount of time, you know, a couple of weeks or even a month. Uh, but then it would, it would revert back. It would go back. And so after that, I just said like, listen, God, I'm 25. Obviously my way is not working. Okay. Like, obviously if I could have done this already, I would have done it. Like, I'm just not doing this anymore. Like you do this. Like, obviously, like I said, obviously my way is not working. I've been trying to shove puzzle pieces into places that they don't belong. I've been trying to, you know, take raw materials and just make it work for what I want. And it's not working. And that's kind of where I was, um, kind of threw my hands up and went on almost a year now of just this journey of like, I just want to be next to you, God. I just want to love you, God. I'm good. If you give me, you know, the next five years to just be with you and I'm, I'm 30. I'm like, I don't care but I'm not doing this again. Obviously your ways are better than mine. So you just take over God. Absolutely. So tell us how important it is to have God um, a part of this journey of preparing. How important is he to be at the center of your preparation? Yeah, I think it's such an interesting question because I don't think it would happen any other way, to be honest. Um, Because I just said to him, I'm like, I can't fix this. Like, and, and it was like a huge revelation, I guess, for me, even being a Christian my whole life of um like this part where I realized I'm like I don't actually know what to even ask for except like just refine me like change me and so I I would just pray all the time like God like refine me and I said like refine me with fire like, even if it's painful I don't care just do what you need to do have your way get me where you need to be make me who you need me to be um and he just worked like totally in me so I just don't think it could happen any other way without him like I just actually don't know how someone would even prepare um because on paper things were in place. Um, but in my heart, in my attitude, in my soul, they weren't. Um, I remember going to a conference and, um, the pastor was talking about, you know, Jesus saved you. And I, ha- I remember had a, a poster on my wall, kind of like a female empowerment poster, um, that said, um, like in this one, the princess saves herself. And I went home and I scratched it out. Uh, and I just remember being like, no, actually, or like he already saved you. Um, you don't need to look for anyone to save you. You don't have to be your own hero. Like he is actually in control of everything. And it's so freeing. Um, but yeah, just like letting Jesus into all the brokenness and just being like, I don't know how to fix this. You do. So just do what you need to do. You, you, you have an open free pass. 
Yes, absolutely. It definitely starts with the foundation um, of letting him in and letting him, you know, do what he he's supposed to do is to, you know, help you in these broken areas and, you know, things that you can't fix on your own, you know, that you have to call on your father to help you through these, these times and through selfishness, through pride, you know, through just not even knowing how to deal with men or even, you know, how to, you know, talk to men or even knowing how to be a woman. So, some women out here don't even know their function as a woman or even why, you know, they were created. So I want to um, talk to you a little bit more about um, what made you reach out and say, hey, I now have to get into a mentoring program and I'm going into the Prepare to be Found program. So what made you reach out to come on into the Prepare to be Found program? Yeah, I think it was honestly very divine. Like, I think God just kind of sometimes sits up in heaven and laughs at how he makes puzzle pieces arrange um, and kind of dominoes fall. But I uh, was talking to another one of my mentors, actually, and she had mentioned that, um, I guess, more so courtship versus dating. Uh, And I am very, you know, can be very type A sometimes, and I like to be prepared. So I'm like, listen, if this guy's going to court me in the future, I need to figure out what this is all about now because I need to know what to expect and I'm not going to be the leader. And so I like, he's going to lead, but I still need to figure out what's going on because I don't want to be in the dark. And so I had uh, gone online and just kind of looked up like Christian resources about courtship versus dating. And that's how I found your podcast and um, listened to the two parter on courtship and like just in it, everything that I had been thinking that God had been speaking to me, you had talked about. And so I remember, I think it was like three o'clock in the morning, my time, um, or maybe it was like two o'clock. I sent you a Facebook message, like a paragraph, I'm sure it was like a mini novel of like, oh my gosh, I need to be in your mentorship program. Um, like I need all this stuff. And I remember you only mentioned the mentorship program in the very end. Um, but because I listened to so many like sermons and audios, I listened to the whole thing all the way through. Um, because I believe that like, you know, when you listen to things completely, you will be blessed. And so um, I listened the whole way through and and I was totally blessed. And I remember you saying, okay, well, let's get on a call. So we scheduled the discovery call, um, which I I need tough love sometimes, but I also need to be hugged sometimes. And so sometimes you do fire things and I'm like, oh, I needed that. Give me a second. Let me get my pride in check. Let me dust myself off. Like, thank you for loving me enough. To, to actually just tell me the truth, because I don't think that there are a lot of people that will actually just tell you the truth to your face um, and give it to you the way you need. They'll sugarcoat things and you'll never actually like make progress and fix things. And even in that short call, um, just different things you said where it's like, you know, Laura, stop praying this prayer. You need to just pray for God's will to be done. Um, and you know, like you're not supposed to be feeling this way. So I don't think that's actually from God. Um, you need to kind of let that go. And, uh, we had just met, that was the first time we really ever talked. And I just thought like, yeah, like I found so much value in half an hour of your time. Um, and everything that you said rang true because it was the same things that God were telling me. So I was able to test things. Um, and then even just your screening process, I go through a similar screening process with the the people that I take on to mentor myself, because I really feel, um, that what you take, what you get too lightly, you esteem, uh, too lightly. Right. And making sure it's a custom fit and it actually works well in relationship. So I really valued that you didn't just hip toss kind of anyone into your program, but you really said, okay, God, who do you want? Who, who, who's going to be in this program? And, um, 
and then to, from there took people on. It wasn't just your own volition saying, yeah, come on in, come on in, come on in. So if you can talk about what you have learned from the beginning, just in a, a short, brief synopsis of what you have learned from the time that you have come in, you are now um, about to, you know, round off month two in this program. There's two more weeks, you know, in um, month two of the program. So just briefly, what have you learned from beginning until now? Because I've definitely seen a change in all of you ladies. Um, and this is why, you know, at the beginning, I told you guys to send me a picture. Because when you look back on this picture and then when you take your pictures now or even at the conference when you're being honored, you're going to look totally different. Your spirit is different. So you're going to look different. So if you could just let them know just, you know, the, the things that you have learned from the time you started on June 30th until now. Yeah, it really changed how I pray, um, to be honest, and my control. And it's something that I think is going to be an ongoing battle for a while. Um, where I give control, um, I release it, and then I try to take it back again, and I get back into like anxiety, into fear, um, and then I have to remember like, no, Laura, this is not who you are. You need to lay this down, um, and you've been so helpful with that. Actually, just even being able to go to you, say different things, and you um, helping me work on that. And then I think a big part of um, the program was yeah, just like I said, like prayer and learning how to talk to God, learning how to be obedient um, and have have peace. So I think that was part of the journey that I went on up until this point this past year. But I just needed some final pieces to come together as to what that would look like, um, and have a really solid example of someone who you know gets up at four o'clock in the morning and says like, "Okay, God, what are you doing? What are we doing today? Okay, let's go do it." Um, and like not my agenda, but your agenda, because I like my agenda. And so I sometimes can forget to ask even what's your agenda. So having that reminder there of like, no, we need to check and see um, what this actually is. And then uh, we have a group chat. So being able to go on the group chat every day and have people post um, different things that they're walking through, being able to pray with them, because that actually encourages my spirit so much. Um, Marissa will post assignments on there. So being able to go through that. Um, it's been very capacity building as well, where um, it's just, I guess, like strengthened me a lot and made sure that I couldn't be lazy because I'm going to fall behind. And there's so much stuff that uh, if I fell behind, it's, it's just going to be so much harder to catch up. So I really had to grow my capacity, really had to get out of, um, you know, different ways of doing things before, which I'm still not even the best at. Um, I'm not the best at getting up in the morning early to pray. Um, but having someone in my life that can be like, hey, I can't fix this. But like this probably needs to change if you want to move on. So like, what are you doing about that? Um, so that was a huge thing. And then, yeah, just even talking about like our purpose as like Kingdom Women, um, some of the books that you've gotten us to read, um, the Kingdom Woman book is what I'm thinking about right now. And just being that like woman of excellence, because um, everything that's in that book that I've read so far has been echoed in conversations that I've had with God. Um which I think is also a great way to test what you're reading where it's like, Oh, this isn't foreign information. This is actually things that God has placed on my heart so I can trust it. Cause this is actually the second time I'm hearing it, but you need those reminders um, of what that looks like to, you know, to be a Proverbs 31 woman, what that looks like to be like Ruth, that hard worker in the field doing, you know, a menial task, quote unquote, um, but doing it with excellence to her very best. Um, and like her heart for other people and, and being trusted with Naomi before she was ever trusted with a man. So she was able to prove herself in those areas and grow in those areas. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride. It's hard to even sum up what, 
we've learned so far because it's just been so much. Yeah, you said a wild ride. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think this is why I changed it. Well, of course, it, it came from God to Future Wife Boot Camp going forward because it's more of a boot camp <laughs> because there is a lot. There is a lot, but you can get it done, you know, within these 90 days. And then you still have it, you know, with you to take on even when those 90 days are over. So, you know, just for the babes out there that are thinking about getting married. Okay, Laura is a little far along. Okay, and she hasn't yet mentioned this, but she's a little far along. Okay, my little Laura, my Laura Bear, it has entered into courtship. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I just want you to talk a little bit about this. And I mean I think you're the best person, you know, to talk about this right now and talk about again the whole control thing you know that that you were battling with and that you are doing better with and you know it is progressing and having now that that courtship partner you know now being in courtship with someone talk about just you know that entering into courtship just a little bit about what happened before the courtship and now that you are in the courtship just a little bit about that yeah. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually suck at like even giving up control because I like to drive things. And so a lot of times I have to apologize and say like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Never mind. Um, and they just kind of laugh and they're like, no, it's cool. You can lead. I'm like, no, no, please lead. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, beforehand I was not looking for anyone. Um, and so actually I remember God telling me um, like, okay, Laura, actually in October, things are going to shift and move and change. And um, you received a prophetic word that you had posted, actually you emailed out the video for it. Um, and one of the things that you had said in the video was like, don't you see the fields are ripe for the harvest now? Uh, it's not four months from now. And October was four months from now. And I had just met this guy. Um, we were actually in Bible study, which is funny because Andy Stanley, he's a pastor in the States. He talks about um, being involved in your church and how oftentimes you will meet people um, through serving or you'll meet people through a Bible study. And so um, not that I had given conditions to God, but I just had felt like I couldn't trust myself picking anyone. So I'm like, you're going to have to make it real clear for me because I, my, my dispenser is broken. Um, so like either I'm going to meet him at like a leadership conference where I know that he's ambitious, he's growing personally, he's a good guy. Um, or, you know, I'd be okay meeting him at church as long as I knew that he wasn't just someone who attended church to attend church, that his heart was actually after you. Um, and so, uh, this guy was actually leading our Bible study. And, um, the first time that I attended, I had, we had to go around the room and talk about what God was doing in our lives. And I remember being like, I don't want to have to say this. I don't want to have to say this. I'm going to sound like that girl. Um, but at the time in my life, I was in a very intentional season of preparation to become, it was before even the course started. It was right before the course started, a couple weeks before the course started, um, of, of becoming a kingdom woman and then a kingdom wife. And so I remember having to say this in this Bible study and he made a joke about it. Um, cause one, the, there was two leaders. The other leader had said like, yeah, I really resonate with that. I'm, I'm in that season as well. And he was a guy. And so, um, you know, the, the person that I'm in courtship with right now had made a joke about, um, like, Oh really? You really feel like you're trying to become a kingdom woman. And I'm like, this is so embarrassing, but at least the spotlight is off of me. Let's just move on. Um, and then I never thought anything of it because I wasn't looking for anyone. I was totally content being in this place um, of singleness. And it got to a point where it was very, very sacred. And I didn't even want to leave that season. So um, 
I was very, yeah, I just loved being close with God. I said to him, um, you know, I'm, I'm cool. Honestly, if it's just you and me for life, like, I really don't care. Like, I just love this. Um, but then, you know, things, things developed and things evolved and, um, you know, they had sent me kind of emails back and forth and, uh, had asked me to lead a Bible study. So we had kind of started talking that way. And then, um, we had had this, this, cornerstone I guess conversation in the parking lot of McDonald's one time after Bible study and they were just acting very strange um and so um you know kind of tempers got a little bit flared on my end so I had to send them an apology afterwards and they had sent some things to me where I'm like I I can't tell what's happening right now like do you not like me like do you want to leave this conversation right now or are you in your mind trying to calculate whether or not you want to ask me out like it was just so strange and I just left it. I didn't say anything in the moment, um, but I texted my apology afterwards. And then I just asked them about it and just said like, hey, I hope that you know that I'm not, um, you know, vain. I don't think that every guy who talks to me is interested in me. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this interaction because it was so different than anything else. Do you think this might be a possibility? And um, that's when they had come back and kind of said like, um, you know, I didn't want to say anything because I'm leading this Bible study. Um, and I wanted to, you know, have kind of clear boundaries with the people that I'm leaving it in, but, um, yes, I do. And it took me a day or two to respond. Um, it took me a day to respond because I didn't want to leave them hanging for too long. I thought that was really mean. Um, but I just said like, yeah, let's, let's go for coffee and let's clear the air thinking like, there is no way God, this is happening. And I remember God telling me something and, uh, and I'm like, please, no, please, no. Um, I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, are you joking me right now? Um, cause this person is never someone that I would have picked myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more I get to know them and just see like their integrity, I get to see their ambition. I get to see how they steward things. I get to see their heart after God first and foremost. And even just like how they lead me. Um, I remember like early on, I was very distressed about something and I was like, the only person I want to call right now is this person. And I called them and I said, Hey, this is what's going on. I'm feeling so torn. I'm feeling so confused. I feel like I'm under attack. Um, and him being like, okay, well, you need to pray about this. Go into your Bible, read this, physically put on the armor of God, Laura. Um, and then, you know, we're, I'm, I'm having friends out that don't normally come to church. I think you'd really connect well with the girl. Um, would you be open to doing that? I would love to be able to build the kingdom with you. And I just remember being able to like, uh, go to my Bible read, read through the armor of God, physically put it on. Like I even put on a headband as like, this is my helmet. This is my headband. This is my helmet. Um, cause I just really needed it. And then, uh, was able to pray. He prayed over me. And then we went out and got to have this great, uh, interaction with people who now have consistently been coming out to church and, uh, were never, would never have gone to church before that point. So yeah, just seeing how, how he leads. I'm still, like I said, not the greatest at that. And I have to constantly talk to Marissa about like, okay, this is happening. What do I do? She's like, you need to just stop talking and ask questions uh, and ask them in not a direct interrogation way, but ask them in like a nice, like, Hey, I'm just like, I'm just curious. Have you thought about this? You're like, Oh, what do you think about this? And then give him a second and like, let things percolate. Um, and just let him actually take over and lead. Um, and I've actually seen like a progression from day one in him of like little like Bambi on ice legs, I think in leadership. Um, Cause that's not naturally where, where he fits. Uh, he said that himself before to um, now being able to like, okay, well this is what we're going to do and let's go here. What do you think? 
and, and always considering me in those choices and in those, in those things, but still being able to like develop uh, a plan and lead things and direct things. Awesome. Awesome. And it, and, and again, it was your direction that got him there. He didn't think as though that he was this much of a leader, but it's because of you, help me, it was because of you, you know, that he's able to, you know, build upon his leadership because it's in him, you know, it's in him to be a leader. So just with you just even asking those questions and having his mind, you know, think on things, it, it develops his leadership skills. So, I mean, I'm just, you know, proud of you that, you know, that you take what I tell you and you put it into action and that you're actually seeing something from it. I mean, I know that great things are going to come from this. And I've said it before on this podcast that, you know, there were two women that I had a vision about in the very beginning before the program started, like maybe the night of the program that, um, you know, there were two men right behind them. And these two men have shown up. These two men have shown up um, for these two women. So, I mean, you just, you know, having, you know, the faith and, you know, obeying and coming on into the program, I know for a fact that it unlocked where you are now it's unlocked things in you that you needed to work on to actually get to this point right now. And there's going to be even more progression, you know, as you go along, just greater things are going to happen. Will there be obstacles? Yes, because we are always learning. We are always learning something about ourselves. Like I just found out something else about myself and I'm just like, man, like, I mean, can we just come to an end? But he'll always have you out there with that classroom door open, ready to teach you so you can become a better woman for his kingdom for the progression of the kingdom so we have to you know get ourselves up to at least close to 100% we will never be perfect but we can strive to you know get to that 100% so we can be soldiers in his army out here in the kingdom so I am going to go ahead and wrap this up but I have one last question for you if you can give the babes out there advice on preparing what tips or advice would you give them on preparing for their future husbands and would you recommend their future wife boot camp to these women out here that may be on the fence they want to prepare they know they're called to marriage and they just will not take that one step forward I would say to them just make God center of it like don't try and do it yourself you're not going to get very far I took 25 years of doing it myself you just actually need to throw your hands up and invite him into everything. Like literally make him your number one. Like we go down the road. Um, you know, I drive uh, an hour out of town for church and it's my favorite part because I get to actually just spend that time with him, talking with him, like always in conversation. Like it says in the Bible, he's closer than a friend. And I find that so awesome because he is so funny. He is so loving. He's great to be around. But then also when you go through those deep waters, like he's there with you as well. He's literally closer than a friend. Um, and so I would just say like, you can't do it yourself. Stop trying. Which, which if I heard this, I would have struggled with hearing that because it's very challenging for me who I like to, you know, like to control, like to be in charge of things. Um, and what I recommend this course hundred percent, I would say that um, don't do it lightly. I would not go into this if you um, aren't going to actually do it because you get in what you put out. And so if you're not prepared to work, if you're not actually, if you don't actually have, uh, you know, the heart behind your words, if it's more of like an empty, like, oh yeah, like I'll, you know, I'll try and I'll do it. Um, just save yourself the heartache because she's going to whip your butt. Like, I'm just telling you right now, like she is going to 
whip you into shape. And it is so necessary and it is so good. Um, and the thing that I always value is that no matter what happens, her direction is always from God and her heart is always for God and for you. Um, and she'll say right away, like, you know, I'm hearing this, but if you hear different, you know, what is God telling you? Listen to what he's telling you. Um, don't listen to me. Like, who am I to say against what God is saying? But, um, if you're actually serious and you actually need someone who's going to, who's going to take you on, who's going to love you, who's going to give you their all. It honestly astounds me. And I tell you all the time, Marissa, like, thank you so much. Cause I can see the heart and the time that you pour into this course. It is literally your life. And you can tell it's very, very apparent. So if you're looking for someone who's going to love you and who's going to help you, but who's going to actually tell you what you need to know and, and whip you into that kind of boot camp shape, then 100%, no hesitation, join the course. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Laura. And I love you. I love you. And I love all of you ladies. Um, I mean, more than you probably even know, because I pray for you all. I pray for each one of you individually. And God delivered you guys. Each of you has something in, in you that I have in me. Each of you, you had control. Your other sisters, you know, had pride. You know, somebody else had this or had depression. Each one of you is a combination of where I was. And this, it, it, it's just so rewarding to see, and I feel Holy Spirit right now. It's just so, just so rewarding just to see you guys develop and, and tackle certain things that, you know, that were plaguing your life that, you know, at one point you may have not even thought that you could turn from these things that this is just who you are. And this is just how it's going to be, you know, type of deal. But now I see you guys working through it. Like you said, it's not perfect. It's not all the way there, but you guys are willing to work through these things just as I did. And I see myself in each and every one of you guys and sometimes it's a little scary when I'm like well Marissa you've been through it and you know how to tackle it help these babies out go ahead and help these women out because you have been there so I truly truly love you and I love all the ladies all the uh, mentees within the program and I thank you thank you thank you so much for spending time with me today and coming on to the podcast and giving your knowledge and giving your input and I know that some woman some babe out there is going to be blessed by what you have said today. So thank you so much, Laura, for coming on to the podcast. And that has been another episode of the Bougie Boss Podcast. Make sure once again to register for Relationship Goals 101, the Blueprint Conference and Retreat. The link is in the show notes. Also, do not forget to get your 90-day Blueprint Prayer Journal for future wives and wives. I'm still getting rave reviews for this journal and it's actually turning people's lives around and I already knew it was going to happen because this is all God. Also, if you are determined and you are ready to work and you are ready to prepare and you know you cannot do this on your own any longer, you just throw your hands up, make sure that you apply and enroll for the Future Wife 90-Day Bootcamp. Go ahead and click the link in the show notes, apply, let's get on the phone, let's talk, and let's see if this is a right fit. For you. So until the next time, my babes, bye bye.